welcome to the Apostolic Outpost where we challenge, inspire, and equip the next generation of apostolics. So this sermon didn't really have a title. I didn't really have one for it. Um, but I called it the 2021 Blueprint for Growth, which is our series for this year here with our uh, Elevate Youth. And our opening passage of scripture, if uh, wherever you can give, go get to it on your phone or if you have a Bible nearby, wherever you're listening, is going to be Psalms 1 verses 1 through 3. And so we're going to start Psalms 1 verse 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And on to the final verse, verse 3, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And so we're just going to take a short minute. I'm just going to say a prayer real quick. And then we're going to jump right into this uh, mini growth sermon, this bite-sized sermon. So, Jesus, I just pray that you touch the listener of this sermon, God. Those who are listening, the people that hear this, God, wherever they're at, that you would speak to them. That you would help them to grow in you this year. That they would uh, seek you, mighty God. And they would seek after your purpose and your will, God. And you would help us to grow this year, God. In Jesus' name I pray, touch the listener of this of this sermon, mighty God. Touch their hearts, speak to them, minister to them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So let's jump right in. Trent Trenton says, you'll never be able to grow if you're afraid to lose people during the process. Sometimes past relationships don't belong in new seasons. And A.J. Lawless says, catch on fire if you must. Sometimes everything needs to burn to the ground. So that we may grow. So we're going to go through a few points here. We're going to go through about four points. And the first point I want you to realize is that growth looks different for everyone else. Just because your tree is smaller than somebody else's doesn't mean that it's not growing. So point number one is growth is your growth. So very quickly, I'm, I'm using my uh, my uh, e-Bible. We're going to go to Philippians uh Chapter 1, verse 6. Wait for my thing to restart. So Philippians 1 and 6 simply says, Being confident of this very thing, that which had begun a good work in you, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Until the day of Jesus Christ. You will not always find the results that you expected immediately. We don't plant trees and be like, man... It's only been two days, and I, till, I still can't see it got bigger yet. People that grow small fruit trees or vegetables or plants, you know, they don't plant them and then dig them up after a week of nothing coming out of the ground. So why do we do that with our walk with God? We get a promise from God, and we feel the call, and then we answer the call. We tell God, I respond, God, use me, shape me, mold me. I'm going to do what you've asked me to do. I'm going to pursue your call and your will, and then few weeks after the prayer, a month, maybe even a year, even longer after that response, we don't see the results we wanted and we think maybe God was wrong. You know, maybe it wasn't for me. How come that person gets that opportunity and how come they have all the favor? Lord, where's mine? And I know I'm guilty of it. 
Sometimes we sit there and wonder, God, why haven't you made this promise come forth yet? Why haven't you given me this? You promised me this, but how come I am not seeing it? But you have to understand that you can't focus on on where you're not at yet, but you have to focus on where he's going to take you. And you have to know that what God started in you, he's going to finish. He's called you to your walk, not to their walk. So don't get focused. Don't get caught up on seeing what other people are doing. If you know you're in the will of God and you're pursuing the call and you're pursuing uh, a walk with him and and you're holding on to a promise, hold on to that because what he started, he is going to finish. So that was point number one. Point number one was growth is your growth. Point number two, the second thing about growth you must realize is that isolation is necessary for growth. So we're going to go to another passage of scripture. We're going to go to Jeremiah one five. So if you have your e-Bible or your regular Bible, however you have your sword or your lightsaber, we're going to turn to there. You just double check. Jeremiah one five it says, "Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations." I love that part, a prophet into the into the nations. God called you into isolation. He will build you in isolation. God knew you while you were in isolation, while you were by yourself, while you were in the belly before anyone else knew you except your two parent your parents. He knew you and he called you to be a prophet to the nations. I think that is so powerful because before he even before we even knew what we were gonna become, he did and he planted us and purposed us for this time. It it always makes me think back to the story of David and how he's anointed to be king and then he goes back to the fields. He goes back to fighting the bears and the lions and back to taking care of the sheep and back to a place where no one doesn't really seem to know him except the prophet Samuel. And you see, he was given a promise and was anointed, but he was told back to go back to working the field. You see, I could imagine how he must have felt. David, you're king. David, you're called. David, this is where you're going to go. David, this is where I'm going to take you. And then they say, but go back to the field and work. You see, your moment of isolation is not to destroy you, but it is for you to simply grow. David was shortly called by the king to play his instrument for Saul, but the Bible says that Saul calls for someone who can play well, and his servants answered. And so we're going to read that verse in 1 Samuel verses 16, verses 18 through 19. So. So in verses 16 and 18, it says, Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning and playing, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said, Send me David, thy son, which is with the sheep. I'm going to just stop right here and kind of elaborate on this. David was with the sheep. He was doing what he always did. In isolation, working in the field. You see, you think that God doesn't see your growth. You think that God doesn't see your place of isolation. You think that God is ignoring and forgot about the call he placed on your life. But he hasn't. He's just watching and waiting for you to work. And he's watching you work and he's seeing what you're going to do. You see, I, to go back to that verse, it says, he was look, Saul was troubled by his spirit and he was looking for someone who could play it well. 
Now, for someone that has skill, it takes development. It takes time. And he, he did that by himself to play well, to grow there. Uh, and and that's what, what isolation is. Being in that place by yourself, that's where you really begin to find yourself. And you really begin to grow. And you really begin to find out what you're going to be and who you're going to become. That's growth and it happens in isolation. It's in the moments where no one sees you working. David was there fighting the bears and the lions and soon he would be caught. He, he would go out into the field. He would go out back into the field, but into the, the battlefield. And there he would recognize a giant and he would fight him. But it all started. It all started when he was in the fields. It all started when he was taking care of the sheep, when he was in the field doing what he what he knew to do. He had calling, he had purpose, and he had anointing. But he went back to the field to continue to grow. You see, it can become so easy to think that because I'm alone, I'm standing with no one else, that I am not growing. But in moments of isolation, you have to remember that God is looking and seeing what your habits and your faithfulness will become. You know, it is essential to never overlook or waste moments of isolation because in those moments and in those seasons, we begin to shape our future habits. And God will even test to see where your priorities lie, what your affections are set on. And even other times, God doesn't answer, but he allows you to be in an area for you to push your way through and to shape you and to mold you. And this will bring us into the next point, point number three. Where you grow will build you. Excuse me. Where you grow will build you. You know, some situations are uncomfortable, but the places of discomfort are always essential for growth. You see, um, I play bass here at Life Challenge Church, and when I started learning, the biggest challenge for me was my fingers. I think anyone who plays bass or any stringed instrument, that's, they understand that the challenge is getting your fingers to stretch out across the fretboard. It's the challenge is to get your fingers to do what you want them to do and to place them where you want them to place. Well, my biggest issue was the pinky. You got to get it out of its old habits and you got to get it strengthened and you got to get it to press down and you got to get it to stretch and your hand wants to return back to form and go back to what it was doing, what it's comfortable with. That's what my hand wanted to do. But when I forced it to grow, when I forced it to focus on strengthening itself, when I focused my pinky on pushing down on that string, man, it wasn't long before it naturally became a habit of proper form. But what I'm trying to say is that discomfort is what will grow you. You ever notice how those big pine trees are growing out of the side of mountains or growing out of the caliche or those even those pesky weeds are growing out of concrete? Well, those seeds have one grow and it's in their nature. They have one goal and it's growth. They don't allow the position they're in or the elements or even the location or season to dictate where it chooses to grow. It just knew what it needed and was created to do and it grew. See, no matter your circumstance or your situation, your last or your last name, challenges and struggles, no matter all those things, what seems like it's destroying you is there to push you to grow. Because when you push your way out of isolation and you hit that adversity, you find out it's the, the middle of winter and you come out of the ground. You have to understand you're meant for that time and season to grow and you will build resistance to those elements because of the next time it comes around while everyone else is dying in the dead of winter, there you are growing and pushing because you're used to that. Because that's where you grow. I think it's it's important to understand that adversity is not for us to stop, but adversity is for us to grow. It's to build us. It's to resistance. Just look at all these you know people that work out and they're big bodybuilders. They didn't pick up the weight and say, I can't do it. I give up. I'm going back home. But they... 
they they pushed themselves and they 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 pushed through and they lifted that weight and that's what got them those big crazy muscles and that's what got them stronger you know you got to focus on yourself sometimes understand the struggle you come out of wasn't meant to destroy you but it was meant to grow you those people you feel left your life maybe you outgrew them because you're getting to a different place and you're going to another place that they were never going to go those relationships you left you outgrew them those things that you struggled with you're stronger from those and that's what that's what I wanted to hone in on that point was not every place of discomfort is is for you to to run and get scared and to hide but it's for you to 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 take it head on and to say okay this is where I grow this is where I'm going this is what I'm going to do I'm not going to go anywhere else I'm not going to wander away but I'm going to stay here and I'm going to grow and point number 4 says this growth has a source at the feet of Jesus is where we will find our growth. Daily relationship will build future ministry and will build your call. It's not the will of God that you grow and die. Let me take you to a verse of scripture. John 15, 5. We're going to go to John 15, 5. One second. You save the scriptures and the thing disappears. Amen. John 15, 5. It says, I am, the I am the vine. This is Jesus speaking. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. And I'm going to go ahead and read verse 6. It says, And if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire. And they are burned. And they are burned. This is simple because without him, we cannot grow in our calling. We cannot grow in our ministry. We cannot grow simply. We are connected to a source. We are connected to growth. We must push and continue to grow into who God wants us to be. It's the relationship with God that is the miracle grow for the soul. If you guys don't know what that is, it's that stuff you put in plants that helps it grow. Ask your dad or somebody. They'll take you to Home Depot and get it. But God is our lifeline and he is our help. He gives the increase as we give ourselves and decrease. God has to be our source. He has to be our source for growth. This is everything we do, we do through him. If we're not growing in God, then we're growing in ourselves. And God didn't call us to grow in us. God called us to grow in him. Yeah, you have to focus on yourself. Maybe you eat too much and you want to get on a diet. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you want to be healthier, be fit. If you're a musician, you want to focus on your craft. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to grow in your calling, and if you want to grow in what God wants you to be, if you just want to grow spiritually, you got to be connected to the source. You know, don't miss out on church. Don't miss out on prayer meetings. Don't miss out on those little services and the family not prayer meetings, the family prayer nights and the fellowship. Don't miss out on that. That's the stuff that's going to keep us connected to the source. And we allow others to... To help us be connected to that source and help us to grow. So I'm going to go ahead and close here. This year I want to challenge everybody. I challenged our young people when I preached this. And I want to challenge all you listeners. Get out of the box this year. It's time to grow. It's time to grow your expectations for God. Because he has so much he wants to do with each and every single person out there listening. He wants to do that with each and every single person who who's chasing and pursuing him. He wants to grow you. He doesn't want. He wants to grow you. He doesn't want to shrink you down and limit you. So why do we shrink him down and limit him? 
we have to grow in our expectations for God because when we do when we take the limit off of God, we take the limit off of ourselves. And I know I'm guilty of it. So I challenge you, grow your expectations of God. Grow this year. No more comfort zones. No more no more staying in the box. No more comfort. Let's reach your soul. Let's teach a Bible study. Let's win someone. Let's pray bigger prayers and let's grow this year. 2020 came and went. No more dwelling in the past. No more staying there. This is a new year. And despite the challenges, what are you going to do with it? I hope you guys really enjoyed this. I'm sorry if I fumbled around a bit and apologize for the background noises. I am here at home. So I just wanted to challenge you guys and I hope you guys take this and run with it to grow this year. So uh, stay vigilant. Hey, Outposters, it's me, Brother Jordan. Thank you for tuning in today and listening. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. And if you like what you heard and what you felt and you haven't received Bible salvation or know the truth, I invite you to follow the links below to find a church near you, the nearest apostolic church near you. Like always, Outposters, stay vigilant.